1: Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday show live here on Twitch. Thank you to everybody who's joined us for the show. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. This is episode 618 mm-hmm. of the now venerable hoary old veteran that is Signals from the Frontline. Yeah. I'm your host, Reese, aka Rhysius on the interwebs. And with me is my trusty sidekick, Jason. Thank you. We call you by your actual name.
0: Today. Yeah, I'll take That's, it.
1: We don't normally do that. So. If I do look partially see-through, that's because uh, I still haven't figured it out by episode 618 mm. and you're not supposed to wear green
0: uh, no. when you're on a green screen. You look good.
1: It, actually, I'm not see-through.
0: Maybe it's just you can't wear a shade of green.
1: I have the right, it's dark enough green. Yeah. So, cause we're gonna be talking about Warzone Vigilus. Yeah. I figured this shirt was appropriate.
0: Yeah, remember Kadia. Very nice. Remember that knock knock? Mm-hmm. Whoa, what knock knock? What's the response? Who's there? Who's there? Yeah, Katie. Katie, who
1: I thought you'd never forget. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: that's good, right? When you got it, you got it. What are yeah. you gonna say? You know, <clears> yeah. I, I'm, I'm a yeah. funny man, that's pretty good. I'm a funny man. Yeah. I don't know
1: where I got that joke from. <laughs> so, at any rate, uh, today, the big news, of course, uh, huge news for the 40k players out there, which most of you listening to this podcast are is going to be the Warzone Vigilus, which is a new campaign book mm-hmm. coming up 40k in the very near future, as well as Chapter Approved 2018. Yep. A really big deal, and we're going to talk about that in so much as we can. Obviously, there's not too much that we can reveal, but the wait is almost over on both of these. Very exciting. Yep. But before we get there, we got a little bit of disappointing news. Mm-hmm. <coughs> GW had announced their Christmas Battle Forces, which are always super exciting. They're a really good deal. Plus, if you buy it from us, you get even a further discount. It ends up being like a smoking hot deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a mix-up. Just kind of a breakdown of communication. I don't know. Really know what happened. We ordered like a ton, a ton of these. Uh, the way the kind of the order process works, GW goes, "Hey, uh, their trade departments, like how many of these do we want?" We're like, "Oh, these are super popular. We want like you know a hundred boxes mm-hmm. or whatever." You know however many that it, it, you think you're going to need, like okay, and then they come back and they go, oh, We got one to two of each for you, mm-hmm. and we're like,
0: That's your allocation,
1: sick. Yeah. So, why do we have a pre order process? Yeah, if if like if our numbers are plying this guy, why don't you just tell us, like, oh, by the way, that's way too many, it
0: must be based off of um pre-order sales I don't know
1: man like
0: then they determine what they're gonna to allocate to retailers yeah I, I don't know exactly their decision-making process they don't really tell us 100%, it, but.
1: it's a little confusing it's a lot bit frustrating <clears> throat> so throat> for those of you who put in an order we're probably not gonna be able to get it. Yep. it sucks we had no idea until yesterday or Monday Monday. When we try to and then we're like are we like oh okay like we're in line like are we like oh, our guess on how many we we're gonna sell is pretty accurate cool mm-hmm. and then we're like oh good now we have to go back to all of our customers and tell them,
0: hey. Yeah. So. But they are still available through the web cart from GW. So directly, if you want to pay
1: full retail, yep. You, you can still
0: get them, or your re- your local retailer might have a couple might left. Um, but again, um, as far as we know, everyone's allocated a couple. So. Yeah.
1: So again, we're not we're not trying to like like trash talk GW. Like working mm-hmm. with them is largely awesome. This was just a really frustrating experience. This happened. It happens every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like hey, just let us know how many we realistically you're gonna get and then we won't have this sort of a situation So if you did like order have two us.
0: up to like yeah. get up to five. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right.
1: Well now we have a better idea, which Yeah, it is what it is. So unfortunately if you did order one through us um, We're probably not gonna be able to get yeah. it it's and we've annoying. already communicated
0: with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: But we're just letting people know uh, This doesn't usually happen. This is just kind of an annoying situation so I uh, uh, you should have gotten an email we'll help you sort it out <clears throat> but um we don't want anybody to miss out on getting the chance to get one because they're they're apparently going to be very scarce mm-hmm. uh so if you didn't get one here good luck getting it somewhere else and we hope you continue to shop with us uh yeah shucks. yeah that's yeah, annoying but uh, on the horizon are two very big releases for 40k the chapter proof and vigilus defiant uh these are going to be, have a big impact on the game in terms of the competitive meta as well as the narrative and open gaming scenes. So we're really excited to see how people react to them. Uh, It's going to have a really big impact. So Vigilus, they've already announced that it's going to be two books. The first one is Imperium Nihilus Vigilus Defiant, Mm -hmm. and they've already previewed some of the really cool stuff in it. The two kind of most exciting things we've seen so far are a new Marnius Calgar. Now the important thing to note is that he has been transitioned into a, he's transitioned. Yes. He's, he's identifying now as a primaris. Well, he doesn't
0: identify any right. longer. He, he actually is he's one, He's fully right? transitioned. He yeah.
1: is. He's yeah. gone through the whole process. Mm-hmm. His uh, imperial insurance has covered yeah. the process.
0: Tigerius, though, still identifies as, but has not as fully a transitioned, right. but you would be insulting if you did not refer to him as a primaris. So
1: let's all get it straight, right? It's the year 40,000. Mm-hmm. People care very much about appearances and feelings and such. It's true. right? Yeah. Well, it's grim and dark. So uh, uh, Marnius Calgar is now a Primaris Marine. That's a big deal, obviously. And uh, he has a brand new model, which is really, really cool. It's a gorgeous model. Um, There was a little bit of confusion. He is indeed wearing Gravis armor, which for those of you who are not fully familiar with all the new terms, uh, the dad bod captain from the starter set, Mm -hmm. uh, he's wearing Gravis armor. So what Gravis armor does gives you an extra wound, an extra point of toughness. Uh, Unfortunately, he does lose his ability to Deep Strike. Mm-hmm. That was kind of one of the biggest things that he had because previously he had power armor and then the armor of mm-hmm. which was a terminate armor. Um, and so he can't deep strike now, but you can assume he's going to be able to ride in like yeah. a repressor, uh, any of the, the Primaris marine vehicles. Um,
0: and characters are generally kind of safe-ish for a while. I mean, yeah. you can keep them safe. You know, it's not like he's... I mean, don't run him out in the open.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got the magic yeah. wound number. He's under 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did show he's got, I think, eight wounds now, and he's T5, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, he still halves damage that he takes, which is excellent. So he's actually very resilient. Um, that eight wounds is deceptive. He's got another attack.
0: I think mean, he, um, he allows uh, reroll hits. Like yeah, all, he's a chapter master. Like, yeah, So yeah, just really good. He can still just tear power anything in close combat, Yeah, pretty much.
1: Um, they showed off his Warlord trait. He gets the regenerating command point ability. So, you know, there's some pros and cons. The thing, I had is a question like,
0: about that though. Like that still is limited by the match play rule yeah. of one per. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: <clears throat> so in match play, you can never get more than one point back, which is great. It helps to level the playing field quite a bit. And you know, if there was no G-Man, you know, if Bobby G wasn't in the game, Marnie's Calgar would be one of the more popular chapter masters to take. But. There is, and so even though Martinus Calgar's really good, you just don't see him that much because mm-hmm. he's competing with the best force multiplier in the game.
2: Right.
1: Um, and I think that that's not going to change in the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. So, like, the model's gorgeous. He's really good. His rules are good. He's just competing with Bobby G,
0: which makes it tough. Mm-hmm. But they haven't revealed his point cost yet, right? No. Yeah. No, no.
1: But he's a bead stick, right? Like, he goes in and he hits like a truck. He's got double... He's got his signature dual power fists. Mm-hmm. The gun is uh, AP-1, two damage, rapid fire. So he's still really good. And he's his damage output um, is not like way off Bobby G. Mm-hmm. It's just he doesn't have that all-important re-roll wound aura, which is why you take G-Man in the first place. Mm-hmm. So really good, uh, beautiful model. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, collectors buy him just because he looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And then the other kind of cool model reveal. Oh, and then also you'll notice... Uh, I'd be remiss not to mention it. If you look at some of the pictures of the show of G-Man, or of Calgar, uh, uh, he's got a couple of little really cool-looking honor guard with him. Yeah. They, they look kind of new. What do you think? They do look new. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but they are they look, it's very similar to um, uh, Celestine's two little bodyguards. <laughs>
1: the <laughs> Gemini Superior. Yeah. 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 So um, uh, go check out the Warhammer community page if you want to see these pictures.
0: It's on the, um, it's on the Warzone, Vigilus, a uh, new theater of war post. Yeah.
1: But uh, take a good look at those uh, two guys with uh, Calgar.
0: They're Primaris Marines they with Storm, Storm like, Shields. They
1: look like Primaris Honor
0: Guard. They, right? they do. They are. It says they Oh, okay, they said it. I was trying
1: to, to be like, you know, mysterious. No, but
0: they're, they're his two little, so it's like, yeah. It's, yeah. The theme is, is kind of cool.
1: Just wait till you see their stats. They're impressive.
0: But I don't think we've seen Primaris Marines with Storm Shields yet.
1: Uh, I don't think so either. Yeah,
0: so it's the yeah. first time we've seen that.
1: You know what though? Tell me what you think about Calgar's pose. He looks like he's dancing.
0: That's his classic pose, though. That's it's like, little...
1: that's the uh, staying alive, the John Travolta Saturday Night. So I would have, you
0: know, if the one of the arms was a little bit lower, like the one if that was kind of like a little lower, I think it would have been cooler. But I mean, the they were, the they were going gorgeous, for that. Old, right it's like, like the two arms raised in the air with the power fist. You know what
1: it is? He's stoked. Someone is using him. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. yeah. That's what I did. But
0: he's also the first premier HQ model that we've seen with the power fist, right?
1: Uh, no, there was the Collector's Edition Primaris Captain that had a pl- uh, plasma oh, pistol power. Oh, that's right. Um, jokes aside, the model's brilliant. And then I guess there, I, I believe there is an option for a helmet as well. Oh, okay. If you don't want him to be helmetless. <sighs> Which some people have always, I, it's funny, there's some people I talk to like, I can't believe any model would not have a helmet. You always go into combat with a helmet. Like, yeah, but he also has two giant robotic punching gloves.
0: Yeah, it doesn't hero.
1: make any sense at all. Yeah. Right, like I don't care. Like I always go with the helmetless heads because I think it looks cool. But
0: I get it, like a space marine sergeant.
1: And these two guys have a sword and a shield in a game a of, on, right? when you have a spaceship. It doesn't make any. Nothing makes sense. This
0: guy's a, a force field to stop bullets. Yeah. So, well, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's
1: like Hawkeye said in uh, he the. Doesn't Avengers. really need to wear armor at all. In the Avengers movie, he's like, "I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense." You're yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Exactly. But it's cool. right so What is he stepping on? What is that? Is that a gene stealer? I
1: think it is. Yeah, it is. It's like a Tyranid. He's like, "Take this." That's what I think about you.
0: Buddy. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I mean, I'm really excited just to see him <coughs> reimagined as a Primaris because of what it's the potential of what we're going to see, who knows, of the other classic characters like Asriel or, um, you know, who else? Mephiston, some of these really yeah. old ones that we have not seen resculpted in since the mid well, 90s. Or Abaddon, who's literally never right. had a resculpt. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah, it'd be cool because a lot of these models are so dated. Like Asriel is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And if you look at him now, he's freaking tiny.
0: He's small and he he's has a tiny. giant, his flag is bigger than he is. Oh, Cause yeah. that was the nineties the where they love yeah. big flags and sergeants. And <laughs> I you know. still
1: do like the big flags, but uh, it would be cool <clears throat> to see these models get a revamp. We've all wanted to see this forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like Mephistan, um, uh, you know, Asriel, uh, whoever, or Tycho, Dante, Dante. Mm-hmm. and it would be cool. But if, if they're going to redo them, you might as well redo them to make them Primaris Marines, right? Like. We'll wait and see what happens. Don't take that as a prediction of the future. Mm-hmm. But it'd just be it'd be cool. Because yeah. the scale is more appropriate. Um, they look like they're not just like a, the same size as a Catachan. Right. right. They look big and, and imposing <laughs> as, as they should. They're supposed to be tra- or post-human uh, super from space marine warriors. Like mm-hmm. It was always a bit silly when they were just tiny.
0: You know? Right. Well, I mean, the, they started as just normal humans that would wear power, power armor. armor. Yeah. And they were just uh, religious fanatics.
1: Yeah. Because it, in the in the original fluff, mm-hmm. they weren't even religious fanatics. They were just fanatics. Like the space Marines were based off of the Saduka from Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Saduka were fanatical warrior uh, warriors that were sent to death planets. And you guys, if you've ever listened to the show for a long period of time, you've heard me make these comparisons before. But uh, Dune and Rogue Trader have it's ridiculous, the parallel like it's mm-hmm. heavily inspired yeah. by. Uh, if you go back and read Dune, which if you're a science fiction fan, I just it's the it's in it's on any science fiction fan's top three really. Um, it's it's one of the great works of science fiction. It's the Lord of the Rings of sci-fi, and uh, uh, there's the Navigators Guild mm-hmm. where they travel they they travel faster than light by using the, uh psychers that are fed this special spice this drug that enhances their cognitive abilities and they're able to predict a path through hmm. warp space sounds
0: very familiar there's the
1: emperor of mankind <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh and there's like a feudal <laughs> system yeah it's it's 40k yeah. was heavily heavily influenced by dune right
0: but Which in the, most things are influenced by something
1: yeah and, and that's fine right like that's how these things go one thing builds on the next yeah. but the saduka were the emperor's like um shock troops there's his terror troops is what they were called and they, he would, they would take political prisoners, send them to a death planet where only one in 100 survived. And then they would go through this insane training where only one in 10 would survive. So of every thousand people they fed into this meat grinder, they'd get one saduka, mm-hmm. but he was the equivalent of like 100 normal warriors. Mm-hmm. So but in there, they weren't like enhanced in any way. They were just, it was their psychology. Mm-hmm. Like they would die for the mission and they were super badass. And that was what the original Space Marines were largely based off. Mm-hmm. They were like fearless fanatical warriors and then they were given a power armor cuz they breached ships. Mm-hmm. But now they're what they are now, they're yeah. post humans. Um, so a little bit of fun history for you there. Yeah. He was even called the Emperor of Mankind. Nice.
0: <laughs> and in, the, in We the, do I mean we can go into a lot of oh, yeah, what yeah. chaos was. Well,
1: you, do, you know from, do you know the story? Do you know the story of why they have Chaos Space Marines? So in the original game, they didn't have enough money to make more sprues. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we have space rings. These are cool. So what do we do? Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't even in 40K. It wasn't Rogue Trader. It was in, the, if I remember correctly, it was a different scale game. Um, Titanicus or something yeah. like that. The, the very first version of it. And so what they did is they made red and blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're like, oh, it's a civil war. Yeah. So it's the space rings are fighting each other. Uh, there's the red ones, which are bad. They're chaotic. And yeah. there's the blue ones, which are good. And then that's how that was born.
2: Oh, okay. That's, the that's, as I that's, it, that's like that, the, that's it. understand it. the seeds of the Okay. Yeah. Which yep.
1: led to like one of the coolest science fiction stories ever written. Yeah. And it was because they didn't have enough money to make a different action.
0: <laughs> as most which, things are created.
1: You know yeah. what though? Uh, in the creative process limitations are just as important as everything else because mm-hmm. it forces you to become creative. Yeah. Um, I just thought that, I always thought that was cool. So anyway, back on track. <clears throat> so Vigilus Defiant, uh, to give it a little bit of backstory. Oh, and the other model, I guess we should finish, mm-hmm. close that loop,
2: yeah.
1: uh, is Harkon Worldbreaker,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, if I remember his name correctly. Yep. And I think he looks, or uh, is it Worldclaimer. Hark- Worldclaimer, excuse yeah. me. I think he is one of the coolest models I've ever seen. The skull's on the back, a little silly, but other than that, amazing, I love the pose. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a really cool spear, a lightning claw. Uh, he is a black legion character, although he's going to be a, a Night lord for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's a a raptor lord. This is something new; I've never seen it. They preview some of his stats. They left a, lot, a couple. They left some people feeling a little flat. He gives reroll once to hit mm-hmm. for raptors because you know in the in the IP the raptors are a melee unit. In reality, as we all know, they're a shooting unit. Is the way you actually play them. Mm-hmm. Um, that does you know melee secondarily. But uh, he himself has some pretty impressive stats, five attacks, five wounds. His spear looks really cool. If he kills an enemy character, he gets plus one attack, if I remember correctly. So he's really cool, and uh, the model is brilliant. Yeah. So pretty excited for that. Um, and then why don't we talk a little bit about Vigilus itself? Sure. Because uh, it's, an exciting, uh, it's an exciting setting for, for a battle.
0: Yeah, so it really kind of harkens back to Armageddon, doesn't it? Gee, it does it feels very similar it does seem where this is a really big world spanning uh, campaign there's several factions vying for power so I like though how they're not throwing just everything in yeah it never made sense they're anymore. like and now here's the Necrons because a portal opened and it's just like yeah. okay like, and Sorry the guys. Tyrian's like well I yeah. want to come too and then the Tau teleported here because of magic and so it's like <laughs> you know uh, so essentially what what they've done is they've taken because the Rift that has opened up which is the beginning of 8th edition Warhammer 40,000 or now it's just Warhammer 40,000 Um, Split the universe into uh, two sections, the galaxy, galaxy, into two areas, the Imperium proper, and then the the area that's basically cut off from communication because of that rift that was created. Um, And uh, Vigilus is kind of like right on in the middle between the two, I guess, and then there's like, um, like there are some channels of getting between the two areas that are cut off. Um, but if vigilus is um, taken by any one faction they will essentially control all of those different channels into the imperium proper so it's really important for the imperium to hold on to it Um, but there's a lot of stuff going on so the orcs um, crash landed um, onto the planet and then once they couldn't uh, penetrate all the domes uh, force fields decided that they're just going to do death races out in the deserts so they're just Uh,
1: like they're just doing uh fury yeah
0: basically they're just out in the wastelands doing their thing and you know attacking anyone they can doing orc stuff um the gene stealer colt was also there but long before the rift opened um and then so but now the orcs are there they're like okay we got to we got to do our plan now because we can't deal with the full orc Uh, if the orcs completely take over there's no point of us even being here i want to do orc
1: orc stuff with my friends
0: so so there's the gene stealer colt um is you know, is trying to tie all their loose ends together to, to whatever their plan is. They're trying to get that going. Um, and then, of course, uh, the Black Legion is also showing up because they need to control that, to control both sections of the galaxy. Uh, and then and, and Imperial reinforcements are arriving because there are areas to get to it. The rift doesn't isn't completely cut off. The two areas of the galaxy aren't completely cut off. So there are, like, um, the different Space Marine chapters are starting to show up to help. Um, the planet has, you know, guardsmen. They have... Uh, it, it did hint that... Um, the planet also has uh, Sisters of Battle there that were like, you know, defending the shrines and whatnot. So there's a lot of Imperial forces, assassins, whatnot on the planet. Um, and then the Eldar showed up because they were going to help the Imperium. <laughs> and then they did. Um, and uh, they killed, they assassinated one of the, um, uh, and this is all the fluff so far that they've revealed. Um, they assassinated one of the Gene Stealer cult um, head honchos. Uh, and then the Imperials killed all the Eldar.
1: Yeah, the Ashramilotam are like, thanks, bro. Yeah. Bow.
0: As they as they want to do. And so then you know? the Eldar are like. Well, and then the Eldar came back, and now they're trying to take retribution
1: with back the, with on the Jukari too.
0: Yeah, and then they're starting to show up as well. Yeah. And so so that way you have the Eldar factions fighting as well. I'm sure the Harlequins are going to be there because they're the Eldar are there. Um, so there's a lot going on here. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's cool, and it's they they revealed the, one of the latest posts which was uh, the, the, a new theater of war, um, which was, I think, uh, yesterday they put it up on the community site. It goes into um, the different ways that you can play the game. Uh, they talked about um, there's going to be um, these specialist attachments, now that yeah. you can do. But um, from what I can tell, these are not for match play.
1: No, they, they are. The, the specialist they are. attachments are for, for match play, if I remember correctly. I while. tried to read through... Uh, no, I'm you like can. Here. You can use my I'm not 99% certain. You made me doubt myself, but mm-hmm. it's been a while since I've actually reviewed this material. But mm-hmm. um, to answer some of the questions about the specialist attachments, mm-hmm. is they are not formations. I know a lot of people were concerned mm-hmm. about that. Um, it's not 7th edition, right? Like These are not just free stuff. You're not
0: getting free models. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the way, that the, the way the specialist detachments work is that you pay some CP and you give a, a keyword to a detachment, right? So if you pop back over to Frontline Gaming, mm-hmm. to the show notes, and then you'll be seeing these if you're watching, if you're listening, use your imagination. Mm. So the first one that they showed is Gene Siller Colt's anointed throng. <clears throat> I thought it was an anointed thong at yeah. first, and that was exciting. But throng, I guess, is a mm-hmm. close second. So uh, you spend one CP to make a detachment the Anointed Throng, mm-hmm. and pick a generic detachment from your army. They gain the Anointed um, Throng keyword for Abominance and Aberrance. Uh, gain that uh, detachment. So then they have what they and then what they explain is that this gives you access to different Warlord traits, and then there's like specialized gear that mm-hmm. you might be able to take, or uh, uh, stratagems. And the one that they show, Devotion Till Death, it's two CP. Uh, Use the stratagem at the start of the fight phase. Pick an anointed throng aberrant unit from your army until the end of that phase when a model from that unit is slain. The model is not removed from the battlefield as normal, but can instead immediately pile in and fight even if it has already been chosen to fight. Gotcha. After its attacks resolved, it's removed from the battlefield. So basically, if you burn some of your CP, you get access to extra stuff. It's very reasonable. Right. Right. It's not battle company.
0: Um, yeah, you're not getting free models. You're not getting yeah, free CP. You're not getting it's not
1: forcing you to choose right. uh, You know stuff. It's not like uh, it's not even like um, uh, Age of Sigmar,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: Like it's just you make an attachment they get an extra keyword and they get they get access to different stuff Gotcha, but you have to spend resources to do it. It's mm-hmm. not just you know free. Uh, the next one they show you is craft uh, world craft um, race host mm-hmm. really cool uh, so you spend one cp use a stratagem uh, pick a craft world <clears throat> detachment from your army to be the race to host specialist detachment spear sears wraith constructs gain the wraith host keyword and then one of the special abilities that they showed that they get uh, to a stratagem wrath of the dead uh, pick a wraith host wraith construct unit from your army add one to the attacks characteristics of models in that unit until the end of the phase really cool so you know wraith units um they're not mega popular right now, although uh, Adam at SoCal Open was doing really good with the almost entirely Wraith army, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this would be really good for like a unit of Wraith blades. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give them all plus one attack for one CP. Yep. Very cool, right? So you spin one CP, give everybody in it this access to these uh, uh, thematic rules. And what you'll see as you see more of these, is are all based around a very specific theme. Mm-hmm. So here's the next one, Orcs Cult of Speed. For one CP, you make an Orc detachment. Uh, 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 anyone who has a Speed Freaks keyword also gains the Cult of Speed keyword. Mm-hmm. So that gives you access to all this other stuff. One of the things that they mentioned in the, in the article is that you can use um, a two CP stratagem that you can make a unit double their move characteristic. That's, in, that's really, really good uh orcs obviously have made a big splash on the competitive scene but uh one of the things i haven't seen people using yet and they're really really good are just the orc war bikers mm-hmm. they're super good um and then you can just double your movement mm-hmm. right that means you're obviously in range to do whatever you want to do uh, and then one of the um, uh I believe warlord traits that they show off def kill a war trike only add one to the bearer's toughness characteristic in addition you get a four, five up in both safe that's a big deal for orcs because they don't get them mm-hmm. otherwise so hopefully this assuages some of people's kind of, I don't know, concerns.
0: Right. Because people were concerned that we were going to see a return to the take these models for half points or whatever, yeah, you know, that's not how happening. it used to be. Okay.
1: That's not happening. So let's jump in yeah. and answer some of the questions in the chat. <laughs> about um, about Vigilus Ghost Valley <laughs> says hashtag not triggered. It is way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, indeed. Um Primaris Safari Primaris says, besides the best attachment is still the Fantastic 32, it's the Loyal 32? Right. Or the Brave 32.
0: The Brave 32.
1: Fantastic 32. Get out of here. And I don't, of course, I don't he, use he's them. referring. Yeah, you do?
0: No, I have a full army of. I guess you did switch Yeah, it's you? mostly Astra Militarum now.
1: He did. Uh, and he's referring to the kind of like the the awesome Astra Militarum PDF force that joins every Imperial army yeah. to give them command points and hold objectives. Mm mm-hmm. um, so if you scroll, can you scroll up just a little bit? I'm missing one. Cut off a little bit on that comment. Uh, yep. Axis, of, uh, nope. Axis of Entropy. Did we the Vigilist Open Day seminar that they're, are, they're for match play? Yes, they are for match play. Yeah. Um, Axis of Entropy, thank you for subscribing hey. for 43 months. That's amazing. Thank you, sir. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, Axis of Entropy, uh, the specialist attachments, yeah. If they're match play, you can use them. They're really not anything too crazy Mm -hmm. like i'm sure though that the the competitive community will find some combos in there that are really really good Mm -hmm. uh that'll probably catch some people off guard but it's it's not like again we're not going back to seventh edition Mm -hmm. uh justin kipple says i saw there is a Cybernetica cohort detachment but we don't have any 30k robots so i'm not sure what that could be for i guess you just have to wait and see
2: yeah
1: kind of have some mystery in their life we'll jump back to the show notes okay um so then that's really cool Vigilus. uh And again, that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? There's a lot more. Vigilis is really gonna shake things up. There's a lot of really, really cool stuff in there, a lot of stuff you haven't seen yet, but if you keep your eye on the Warhammer community page, and then of course on Funland Gaming where we shamelessly steal some of their news after Mm -hmm. they've posted it, um, you can keep up with what's going on. Vigilis is really exciting. There's a lot of cool stuff in it and this is just the beginning. And if that weren't enough, we also have Chapter Proof 2018 coming out in Ooh, the next couple of weeks. That's the big one. They're both. There. That's the
0: big boy. Yeah.
1: So. so Chapter Proof, again, if you're kind of new to the game, uh, it's they have it in Age of Sigmar and 40k. It's a once a year publication, the aim of which is to uh, fine tune balance by changing mostly just looking at points for units uh, that are over or underperforming. And then they throw in some fun stuff, like there's new missions, which they've talked about. They've talked about how the tower getting the eight, which uh, the eight are far sights, kind of like personal bodyguard. Mm -hmm. And each one's a different suit. It's very thematic. It's very cool. They also talked about how you can, uh, for um, uh, open play, uh, you can custom make your own Space Marine character, Mm -hmm. or you can make your own looted vehicle for Orcs. That's not match play. Mm -hmm. That is only open play. For narrative play, there's like ways to level up your characters all kinds of awesome stuff mm-hmm. uh, and then for match play the big one is uh there's going to be the sisters of battle beta codex which they've already talked about that's obviously a big deal mm-hmm. and there's so many points adjustments yeah uh coming so i've seen a lot of rumors floating around about like rules changes that are gonna be in chapter proof it's it's, it's not true uh, a lot of this stuff i don't have any this is made up
0: mm-hmm. i
1: don't know where it's coming from um, people
0: want to see that happen. So people say trying it's to. Happen. It's a lot of
1: us it, just trying to. People, <clears throat> I don't know. People try to look cool, like trying to get internet cred. Like mm-hmm. I have the inside source. You know, take all that with a grain of salt. Uh, mostly, what chapter approved is for for match play, is giving you new missions, and adjusting points. Yeah, that's the main purpose. And they
0: really pointed out gray knights. Yeah, they were like gray knights are getting a point reduction across the board guys. Yeah, Yeah.
1: they're getting a lot of points. Like this is the biggest change we're gonna see. Like the last chapter proved is a drop in the bucket compared to this. And like I've been telling people, obviously we can't spill the beans on specifics yet. Mm -hmm. We're really close to the point where we can really start giving you guys information. But there's a ton of points changes in this, like a ton.
0: This is the thick book. This is two Cs. Yes, it's
1: about the thickness, as we all know. Mm -hmm. And this is almost all points changes that will make you happy,
0: right? If you have a unit that's good- Except for Tao players, it's all going up. Yeah, uh, and
1: that's all because of me. Mm -hmm. I specifically used my power to make all the Tau units go up in points. Yeah.
2: Double. Good, good. Yeah, they deserve it. Not until they're
0: ground into dust. Dirty
1: Yes. So, that's obvious. I'm obviously kidding because of the stupid internet rumor. That I hope
0: somebody takes that sound clip. So oh, puts it I,
1: out there. You, you know what? It's too late. It's already out there. So, no, that's not happening. Actually, Tau players are going to be absolutely stoked. Like, they're coming out. Are
0: we going to see things that we just have not seen in 8th edition, like a Storm Surge? That is... No, Storm <laughs> Surge There was
1: actually a list floating around. The Tao Codex came yeah. out. There had three Storm Surges. It was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tau have done well, though. That's the funny thing. Is like... I don't know. There's just a lot of people that complain a lot in, yeah. in, in, in this game and it's just the way it is. But uh, Tau especially are coming out right. smelling like roses. Um, uh, MEQ players are going to be stoked. Admech going to be stoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple books that are not going to be covered in Chapter Proof, and that's because Chapter Proof was written before they came out. So there might be a couple <laughs> things in there that you were expecting to see that you don't and mm-hmm. that's just because of timing. Yeah. Right? So uh be prepared for that but if you have a unit that's doing well right now probably nothing's going to happen if it's overperforming, you might get a points bump
0: yeah and maybe save your money because you're going to be able to get a lot more units like a lot of my i know i did
1: a lot of my armies (laughs) that i use i use i I take a point of pride a point of a point of pride in using units that people think are bad Mm -hmm. and it's just i just like playing the game that way right? like that's the way i enjoy it so a lot of my lists <clears throat> went down dramatically, dramatically in points, like mm-hmm. huge reductions. Um, and again, it's not because I was trying to like help myself out or anything stupid like that. Uh, my input into this is, is limited; I'm just one voice. But uh, if you're out there and you have units that have been sitting on your shelf that haven't been getting a lot of play, and uh, your book is covered in this uh, in chapter proof, then you're probably going to be really, really happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the goal is To achieve balance, and to make more units more viable, and hopefully, the end result of this is that you'll see more variety on the tabletop. Right.
0: And right now, we do see a lot already because I just, yeah. I mean, just at the SoCal Open we had recently, you almost didn't see any of the same armies out there. Yeah. A little, a couple here and there of like similar themes, but it's not nothing like seventh edition. So, this is just gonna even make it more. Yeah, it's just more surprises that you see because there's so many combinations that we haven't even found yet. There's so many.
1: The game is still so, so big, right? And there's a lot of like whiners and complainers on the internet that are always just looking for the <clears> negatives. <throat> and I'm sure when Chapter Proof comes out, there's going to be a lot of knee jerking and a lot of moaning and wailing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, this book, what it gives the, the, the match play player is almost all positive, right? Like a lot of your units that you didn't want to play before because there are too many points. Now you're going to be like, oh, wow, I, I might give this a shot. Mm-hmm. This sounds great. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that play narrative play and open play. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, i can make my own space Marine hero mm-hmm. or my own orc looted vehicle. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So the book is almost all things are going to put a smile on your face. Yep. Right. And some of these rumors that you see floating around about some of these crazy rules
0: changes, don't believe it. Now, did they get rid of power level? no did okay. not
1: give Dang. so let's uh let's jump in and see if anybody has any questions about um this and we'll answer what we can yeah. ricio
0: strikes again no points <laughs> questions ricio yeah he always does that with the towel i don't get it he just hates him yeah, James Workshop right. was like you know what we're gonna bring back those piranhas that give you the free drones and you can't shoot them and reese's like no you can't do that i was just because i have that power ricio said that i have that power yeah. over the universe that's a bummer that was a great formation
1: uh Pogman forty two says, was hoping crisis suits to actually get a bit cheaper." Pogman forty two, we can't give any specifics, but I think you are going to be really happy with Chapter Approved. So you I take think from that. Gonna be very happy. You take from that what you will. Will I like Chapter Approved more than I like my girlfriend? Says Primax Uh I don't know. It depends on your girlfriend. Is she Canadian? Ooh, if she is, that's she's probably very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Mariana wrote is. something. She says yes because Chapter Proved is real. Oh, <laughs> <shit, laughs> burn.
0: But see that was my my joke was to imply that the, his girlfriend wasn't real. Oh, uh, she's Canadian. That
1: was a sick burn.
0: Yeah. Uh
1: Justin kimball will I be able to play admex Servitors? Servitors I don't know. but You can make them free, you probably still wouldn't take them. They just don't do a lot.
0: Is this how ha- are, are we doing this on Saturday? Yes,
1: um I was planning on doing a review stream for Chapter Proved to answer questions on Saturday so if you want to tune in make sure you do because I was definitely planning on doing that um, when is the embargo lifted Jim Vessel it looks like it's going to be Saturday but of course wait until you see Saturday 10am if, if we can do it on Saturday we will Yeah. Uh, but I would say tentatively you can assume that but we'll wait and see uh, it's just you have to wait and see it when they announce when it goes up for pre-order on the Warhammer Community site which I don't know if they have or not yet yeah. Um. How dare you? Is that you, Mariana? Yes, that was a sick burn. Uh, Axe Shell, how do Necrons come out in chapter approved? Again, we can't answer any specific questions, but the Necron player, I think, is going to be happy. Um, you're going to be getting some of your units, getting some uh, some boosts via points. Uh, ultimate Cosmic Power, itty-bitty reseal living space. Yes, indeed. How good are Grey Knight Terminators going to be? Rip Crew, they can't get any better. They're already the best unit in the game. That's true. You can't improve perfection, Rip Crew.
0: The thing is, my feeling about the Green Eye Terminators is that just people aren't good enough to play them. Yeah, it's, that's why I don't see them at top tournaments because you just there's nobody on the level of yeah. playing Green Eye Terminators. So just like I can't, they can't figure them out because they're not smart enough.
1: Yeah, so if you're not winning with Green Eye Terminators, don't get mad at the Terminators. It's Go look, take a right. long look in the mirror. Right. Go back and, to school. Yeah, dude. You know, I we had a guy ride in that was like basically telling us we were idiots because we thought Green Eye Terminators were the best unit in the game, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Do you have no sense of humor at all?
0: Did you say, you should have said like, you're wrong. <laughs> just, there, yeah. just go double yeah. down on it. Here's why they're great.
1: Oh my, god. I was like, how do people not-
0: Toughness four, two do, wounds.
1: How do you not understand a joke? It's just yeah. like bizarre that how people miss the humor sometimes.
0: Two attacks each. Maybe
1: we're just not funny.
0: 40 points. <laughs> not bad. Um,
1: Aramon <clears throat> PNH asks, which army are you the most happy with in regards to chapter approved? Uh, I don't know, man. That's a tough question because again, I play off.
0: And we can't talk about specifics. Yeah, we can't interested. talk about
1: specifics. Okay, I'll put it this way: um, my the codex. my Admech army came out the the, the best. It'll ADMEC. be nice to see them again. Well, like, you
0: don't see them now, other than small detachments.
1: So, and now to be fair too, like, I don't play the shooty robot of death like but basically the only thing you were seeing mm-hmm. i don't play the all electro priests i don't play the all dragoons mm-hmm. i literally have every unit no actually that's not true i have almost every unit in the codex in my army mm-hmm. which is the way again that's the way i like to play like this way a lot of my lists are it's very diverse mm-hmm. my army went down dramatically in points like crazy amount and they needed it though mm-hmm. right like um uh, a lot of the units that, that were struggling they're going to be a lot more appealing now but, but most of my list went down, like, 100 or more points.
2: This is a good um, question. Uh,
1: C. Irons asks, what is your favorite color for an assassin body glove? <laughs> um, I painted my assassin white to look like Storm Shadow. I know the real answer. I have the original Imperial Assassin back when there was only one. Flesh colored. Ooh, pin him skin color.
0: Yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> so off-putting?
1: Uh, I am the all-time basement champ, Grey Knight Terminators. Says Ghost Valley. Perfect.
0: Yeah. I challenge you to a Grey Knight Terminator duel.
1: Uh, Ty Winning says, do we have to now review the method that we base all things on a scale of one to ten Grey Knight Terminators and how effective they are?
0: Only if you're talking about how good they are. Right. Yeah.
1: And it still hasn't changed. If you're more than one Grey Knight Terminator, you're the best unit in the game.
0: That's right. Come 10 gray knight
1: terminators. Come on. They gotta,
0: they, okay, you, you can take a full 10 man unit and do a single one from Smite. It's really good. So. That's, I mean, you can't top that. Stop. Don't argue anymore.
1: Jim Vessel, did Forge World get changes to? Yeah, Chapter Approved also covers Forge World units. Um,
0: mm. I
1: recently sold off a full gray knight army, and I fear I might regret it after Chapter Approved. It's Primary Experience. Yeah, probably. You may. Um, Ghost Valley. Eh,
0: just uh, rebuild it. Yeah, start it new. maybe it like new. do a whole different scheme. It'll be really cool. Uh,
1: Rust Stalkers, will I be dreaming the dream again? Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see, Ghost Valley. But like I said, my, my ad mech army dramatically reduced in points. Uh, so.
0: No, this is
1: Uh Will they be changing any chapters, sub faction traits like a talk or Alpha Legion? Says Tyrion222. So again, we can't answer specific questions like that directly, but I will give you a kind of general answer. Chapter approved is for points and introducing like missions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the FAQs are where you're going to you should expect to see rules changes um, like.
0: And I would think faction traits and, and stuff like that would be more. That's going to be like the next like a codex. codex. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So again, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But I would not expect anything like that in Chapter Proved. It's just that's not what Chapter Proved is for. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 that, that, it's a, that's kind of out of the scope of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see Alpha Lucian. Alpha Nukian. Uh, do you think the campaign rules in Vigilist Defiant can be used for a semi-competitive league in a club? Are they balanced in a way to support pickup play or do you have to put some work into them? That's a really good question. I think it depends on the nature of your club. If you have a more competitive club, then it, it, the, the narrative missions are really easy to game if you have a mind to do it. Um, if you don't, if you play in the spirit of The campaign, they're brilliant. Mm -hmm. But if you just kinda look for ways to kind of maximize efficiency, which gamers kinda do naturally, um, it may give you a lopsided play experience. But um like I said, if you kinda come to it with the spirit of of narrative play, which is to tell a story as a group, it's more of an RPG experience than a competitive play experience. So if you do it that way, you're gonna have a blast,
0: right? I would yeah, and keep it small. Yeah. If it's too big, it gets too unwieldy, people start dropping out. If you keep it like a small kind of like a D and D group, I think you can do it. It'd be fun.
1: Uh, Acts of entropy, Pro Athena, Aiden. <clears throat> you guys are starting to ask questions that are too specific, so we'll just wait, wait to answer those. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, some of these questions, guys, we can't. We just can't answer due yep. our relationship with uh, Games Workshop. So um,
0: yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah. You guys have to wait and see on that. I think we've a- we've we've dangled the carrot a little bit. It's been okay, fun. but uh, we'll jump back. You know, on I mean, see. it's only
0: going to be a few days before you're going to be seeing a lot. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the, the veil is lifted on Saturday. Yeah, They've they have already they talked about it. Oh, did they?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, then we're, we're good to go there. Mm-hmm. So great. Uh, yeah, exciting stuff. You guys will start to see it. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of rumors floating around online that are just, I don't even they're just way off the mark. Uh, so also in other news, we're, become, we're coming down to the last two months before the LVO. Mm-hmm. We're just about 60 days. 60 days with a little bit of wiggle room to go, which is insane. It always feels like this, even though we talk about it all year. So it's going to be an amazing event. We have record-breaking attendance, massive growth this year. It's insane. Really excited. Please make sure to grab your tickets if you want to go. A lot of events like the 40K Champs, um, 40K Narrative, Friendly, have all sold out. However, we have people that have to get refunds or tickets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Um, so put yourself on the wait list. You'll probably have an opportunity to get a ticket. Uh, insane, dude. We're at the 40K Champs, even with the refunds, it's still like at 800 Hundred yeah. people. That's a lot. That's insane. That is insane. That's twice as big as the next closest. to being. What
0: was the original numbers for? Like, remember those games days that they used to have? Oh, well, like sixty. Like sixty players. Thirty
1: oh, to man. sixty players. We, because I know. And we, I used to
0: think those were so massive. Oh yeah, because you go to your game store, you'd be like eight players. You'd be like wow, and then you yeah. see like this sixty player tournament. You'd be like oh my god.
1: Dude, our local league, our local league run by Cooper and Keith and yeah. uh, Yu Yao has 60 players in
0: it. Yeah. By the way, we're in the same pod. And Frankie is and in the pod too. So we actually have to play each other.
1: Pablo is somehow in the pod above us.
0: He's in like two pods above but us. But
1: he's on his way down. He's been demoted.
0: Oh, you, he has negatives already? I just already? got
1: the evil stink eye. Uh, the, the cool thing is our pod that we're in, and so yep. what we're talking about, because it might be unclear,
2: is I'm sure is there
1: eight player pods. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Cooper, Coop Juice does power rankings and he just makes fun of everybody except himself
0: yeah and um, he's the number one powering yeah
1: he always every single time he does the power rankings he's number one mm-hmm. and rarely does that actually pan out it's fun but uh, based on how you do you do in your pod you either go up you stay in your pod or you go down except our pod because we're right in the middle we every single person in our pod either goes up or goes down mm-hmm. like there's no one stays in our pod so um, it's gonna be a it lot of fun. fluid
0: throughout the the season, right?
1: Yeah. So each season, you adjust based on how you did the previous season. Mm-hmm. It's just—it's a, a ton of fun. It's fun.
0: He—I mean, they, if you guys want to move to San Diego, if you want to fun 40k I, league, because there's so m- Cooper, there's so much thought put into this. It was like a mid-season tournament for yeah. like the top 20 players. It's crazy. It's
1: super duper yeah. fun, um, and a, a huge again a huge thank you to Keith Cooper and you Yao, mm-hmm. who do all—they do all the hard work yeah. uh, to facilitate it. Uh, we can't wait to play. We've played in the last few. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't. John knocked me out of the last one because I failed. My blood letters came down to give me to give me. He was beating me, and I was like, "Oh, I can win the game." Roll three dice with plus one for the charge with mm-hmm. a reroll. Still failed the charge, and I'm like, "That's it. <laughs> I lose because I would have tagged all his venoms, and instead I got shot by all the venoms." And for me, it was time management. Blood letters don't like getting shot.
0: I played one out of five oh, games, but I really won that game. You did. That was a
1: good game. You did. Your new list is scary, man. Yeah. So we're really excited. And it's crazy to see how much the game has gone crazy. Like, uh, for example, uh, Adepticon, which has not sold out in like three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might even be more than that. Uh, 40K Champs, 40K Team Event, which is like 400 people. Age of Sigmar has 200 plus people. Wow. Yeah, uh, you know, it's huge. It's one of the biggest Age of Sigmar events in the, in mm-hmm. the world. And the 40k champs 256 all sold out in like a day, mm-hmm. and you yeah. know in the last like three years they've they have not they, they I think the 40k event has eventually sold out, but it's taken like months and months, mm-hmm. and that's just indicative of where we're at, right? Um, uh, you know, like over 800 for the 40k event at the LVO is madness. Mm-hmm. We have over 1,200 unique 40k players coming to the LVO, yeah. just. 40k players that yeah. is crazy in our age of sigmar events it's like at 160 we have 60 percent grow- growth or 50 percent growth over last year it's a great time to be a tabletop gamer
0: it is right so <clears throat> for we, all for all the different types of war games but as well
1: some of the games have really gotten kicked in the balls yeah. because of a combination of factors not the least of which is the games mm-hmm. workshop mm-hmm. has turned the heat up mm-hmm. And I've noticed a lot of other games have actually taken a hit because a lot of their players are coming back. Mm-hmm.
0: But some, though, noticeably have not, which are yeah. ones that are completely in different realms. So like you talk about like Bolt Action, Flames of War, those players don't play Games Workshop games for the most part. Most of them are historical war gamers um, and those have been exploding. They're
1: doing really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. especially at our events.
1: Yeah, our, our events have gone crazy. The, the, the one that is really surprising Star Wars Legion, we had to expand it twice. We're at sixty-four players. That wow. game just came out, mm-hmm. and Star Wars Legion at the LVO has got a wait list of like twenty people into sixty-four, and it's, 64. And it's the, to my knowledge the only other. There's only one other event that big in the world. Now, of course, the game's brand new, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it's exciting. It's a really, really, it's a great time to be a war gamer.
0: It, it, is. it really is. Yeah. Um, Would you say we're in the golden age now.
1: I think so. We'll see what happens with technology, with three D printing and stuff. Might change things a bit, but um, it's a great time to to be in this to be in this industry. It's really exciting. So make sure to please get your tickets. Uh, it is filling up. Uh, we are literally running out of space, which I did not think would happen. It's going to be a ton of fun. And then of course, also please remember to get your BAO twenty nineteen tickets. We are at Kublicon, brand new venue, much bigger space, very exciting. Grab those tickets and we can't wait to see you there. Also going to be a really, really cool, fun event. If you are free and you would like to help, Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to have a terrain building weekend, Saturday and Sunday here at Frontline Gaming. Um, You'll also be able to be here and can be in the live studio audience when we do our review of Chapter Approved. Uh, we need the help. <clears throat> it's obviously with the amount of people that we have coming to the LVO it's pretty daunting to make all that terrain. Yeah. So if anybody's free to help out, we would super mega appreciate it. Uh, we will provide food and beverages for anybody who's nice enough to come by. Mm-hmm. And that'll be all day, Saturday, Sunday. Hopefully, we'll see you there.
0: Make it uh, a few bites.
1: Uh, yeah. I would, I'll, We'll take all the help we can get. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, come on by, please. Okay, ITC news, uh, upcoming 40K events, really cool. Now that the ITC is really, and especially Best Coast pairings, mm-hmm. has been becoming more and more sophisticated, we're getting really interesting data. Mm. Um, like seeing like who is actually out there doing well. It's not just anecdotal. It's not just, well, at my store here with the 10 people that play, mm-hmm. I see X, Y, Z. So that's reality for me. We're starting to get a real idea of what's doing well, right? Like orcs are just kicking ass right now. We predicted that. Uh, the Castellan plus Im- Astra Militaran plus, you know, whatever, doing really well. Mm-hmm. Tyranids are doing really well in the last uh, couple of weeks, which is uh, kind of goes against the grain of what, you know, your, your pundits online would tell you. So it's really interesting. We're getting very concrete data. Uh, yep. It's good stuff. And as we've been saying with the, uh, uh, the script that they're adding into the app and the fact that we, we are going to require you to submit your list for the LVO, and other events are gonna probably start doing that as well. All of our events will. Uh, and we're working on a solution to make it really easy to format your list, to be read by the script. Uh, we should have that, I think in the next week, we'll have the like step-by-step how to do it, how to okay. write your list. Um, it's gonna be based off the ETC format, which if you wanna get an idea of what we're doing, go look that up, um, it's, it makes it really easy. All you need is a word processor. And uh, this what will happen is that the BCP script will read your list, It'll aggregate all the data. Um, the only really important part is you have to spell things correctly; otherwise, we won't be able to read it. Um, and then we're going to be able to see not only what armies and factions are doing well, we're going to be see what units are being chosen the most frequently, what, det- what detachments are being taken the most frequently. It's going to be really, really good data. Um, so it's it's super interesting. It's a, it's a great time for a competitive uh, 40k as well. But uh, all that stuff's very exciting. Let's take a look at some of the events coming up this weekend. We have uh a ton of events per usual it looks like we actually don't have any gts or majors for the first time in a long time this year. i
0: mean we're getting closer to christmas and so i think we're going to start seeing less fewer and less fewer events. fewer yeah
1: yeah but there are events all around the world we got canada sweden mm-hmm. uh, all around the united states of america got bismarck one in- north dakota covington louisiana yeah very cool So get out there, get your points. We are winding down, we're coming into the kind of the lull Mm -hmm. in the season when uh, people are more focused on family and holidays, which Mm -hmm. is as you should be. Uh, We also have quite a few Age of Sigmar events coming up in the next couple weeks Mm -hmm. uh, all around the United States of America. So make sure to go out there and get your points. Your current 40K ITC top five, Nick Nonavati continues to lead the pack, followed closely by Mike Porter of the UK and trent northington in third of the midwest mm-hmm. matt root also from the midwest in fourth and nick rose jumps into fifth with an index army pretty impressive
0: it'd be cool if we can have like little flags or something
1: would, in this cool. in
0: the rankings like where they're from that would be cool the, i mean my, most of them would be us yep just because we dominate so much but and then,
1: <laughs> usa number one but can we, have, well,
0: we can have icons for different areas of the u.s cool. so like the midwest you can have like like a, a ranch dressing thing or like I don't know. so like, so
1: like, like a chicken wing with ranch dressing. Yeah. like the old skit from saturday night live <laughs> dub airs <gasps> what is that your your fifth your fifth hot attack we just lost all Actually, of our international aspects.
0: Yeah. So i have no idea they have no idea what we're nope. talking about. anyways but anybody's in the midwest is probably crying
1: every laughing. country
0: has funny things about other people that live other places in the country
1: mm, what would so. be the what i i don't even what, i was gonna say what would be our region but we don't need to say that mm-hmm. on I'm so sure you can use them. I, mean, I get wheatgrass
0: for what? For California? For the West Mexican food.
1: A burrito. That's more California. because uh-huh. you know the burrito is actually not Mexican food. It's
0: American. It's, 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 it's Tex Mex-, Mex. Yeah,
1: Tex Mex. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, but flags would actually be cool. That would be if cool. We could put like actual flags. That would be cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, ITC Hobby Track Top Five. Matthew check continues to lead the pack with a solid 500 point score. Michael Ralston jumps into second place. Scott Rumpel into third. Lou Rollins in fourth, and Michael Giannone in fifth. Hopefully, we'll see these people at the LVO so that we can take some really nice pictures of their armies.
0: Yeah, go by the painting area, um, which is going to be really cool, by the way, this year. Um, And those guys, yeah, have them display at them or something like that.
1: And there's tons of painting classes for anybody who wants to go. There's some really, really high-caliber artists that are going to be teaching. It's going to be really cool. Current uh, AOS ITC top five, Joe Cryer, continues to lead the pack, followed by Jeremy Vessier, who's jumped into second place from out of nowhere. Yeah. The French Overlord just...
0: God, these 40K players are just infiltrating. A lot they're, of them je- they're the Gene Stealer cult. Oh, <laughs> Sigmar. Sigmar. Yeah. Get out of here, guys. Uh, Get out.
1: So, yeah, J- Jeremy Vestier is a well-known and very skilled yeah. 40K player as well, but he also has gotten the ALS bug. Yeah. Mac, uh, Matthew Pashby, one of our studio painters, uh-huh. drops into third. James Thomas, a local boy, drops into fourth. Bill Souza, uh, also a well-known 40K player mm-hmm. uh, and kind of leader of the pack of the AOS ETC team, yeah. is moved into fifth place. Well done. <clears throat> AOS Hobby Track, Sid Singh moves into first. Uh, displacing, Philip Ferdusco. drops into second. Josh Lara in third. Ben Nelson in fourth. Joseph Halifacker in fifth. Shadespire, your current top five. Mike course in first, followed by Andrew Everhart in second. Brandon Ulick in third. Matt Everhart in fourth, Tony Field in fifth.
0: And the last the last big event for that will be...
1: Probably the LVO, probably the which we have a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's like, I think, almost 50 Shadespire players registered now.
0: So you can get there and just um, get a ton of points. So you can yeah. be like, not even in the top 10. And if you show up... It would definitely help yeah.
1: if you're in the top 10. But yeah, there's gonna be a big a big points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, the Shadespire scene is still just getting its legs mm-hmm. underneath it. So uh, let's take a look at some recently completed commissions from oh. the FLG Paint Studio. Ooh.
0: Oh, oh that's me that's you buddy okay well look okay we have a smorgasbord to substitute wow you put a lot of pictures in there so um i'm not sure where we're at with the photos mariana but we have a couple vehicles Ultramarine vehicles here this is a tabletop standard very nice and clean and crisp with some de- decal work you can see it's not super complicated but it looks nice and, and it's, that is it's very affordable that is, that is that's yeah our tabletop standard is a mid-range service that we offer for multiple models um and as you can see it looks very good and it's very affordable um yeah. and then we have a couple eldar characters um, this is for, uh, what is it? Uh, Alotoc? Yeah, this is our Tabletop Plus. Um, so you can see here, there's just a lot more detail work done on these guys. Um, for the most part, people generally want to have characters done in the Tabletop Plus standard, um, which this is, uh, if I said Tabletop, sorry.
1: And you could do that. You could have the rest of your army painted Tabletop or Tournament standard, but then have a little bit extra put onto your characters because yeah. those are the focal. And pages. there's just
0: a lot more time put into these. I mean, every single detail the model was painted. Um, I like the glow. That was put in um the so effect, the yeah. green yeah the green highlight or the green um energy weapons uh the osl effect on the, the cloaks and the ropes looks really good uh this is an interesting this is a space wolf character it's a custom space wolf character this is master class right here
1: oh it's amazing
0: yeah this is really fantastic and this is the highest level that we offer um generally reserved for single models but we will take full army commissions if you want to do that we'd love to have that um but yeah fantastic looking work um, and then we have some uh, Primaris Marines. Before
1: we before we get like the the custom green stuff beard that the guy yeah. has, and then the the custom chain glaive and yeah. all like the the blending. It's it's amazing. It's, it's really great. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. The masterclass really is just advanced paint. Tech. Like it, it, this is like where like you know you might spend um, an hour or two like on a tabletop model or a tabletop plus model. We're talking multiple hours, up to maybe ten hours, something like that, yeah. on something like this. So hence the uh, the masterclass title. Um, and then we have some tabletop standard uh, Primaris Marines. Um, these are yellow, which is a lot harder to paint, but uh, they came out really well.
1: Yeah, they look amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good looking models.
0: And then we have Ooh, a, Captain
1: Pigeon toes.
0: Yeah, and then my favorite model in the world, Belisle. Uh, again, this is tabletop plus. Every model, every detail in the model painted. Um, lots of cool effects going on here. I just every love color
1: it. has a highlight and yep. a low light. Yeah, it looks really yeah. good. Love it. Yep. Yeah. So consider us for your next uh, painting commission. Yeah, we'd love to do it. We're always taking work, and we're always looking for new talent. I'm always looking for more people. So if you are a commission painter and you don't maybe don't have as much work as you would like, mm-hmm. and you would like to work with us. We have uh, really good terms, and it's—I uh, like to say—it's a pleasure working with us. And we
0: have been getting a lot of people applying. Um, some people not up to the the skill level we're quite looking for, but that doesn't—that's okay because what I encourage people to do is when they, they send in uh, their portfolio, it does help guys if you if you have um, professional good, photos. Good pictures taken. That's why we generally like to work with people who do commission on their own um, already because they're just they already got the hang of things. But even if you don't, send us your your work. Um, even if you're not quite where we would like you to be, or if we if we don't need artists um, um, in that standard currently, um, I always encourage them to keep sending me photos. Yeah. As you progress, keep sending them over and over, and say, Hey, this is Mike. I talked to you a couple months ago. How, what do you think about this? We'll give you our feedback, um, and then you know you know we might be looking for somebody in that standard in that department. Um, and so don't don't get discouraged if you do send your stuff in and we say not at this time.
1: Yeah, it's the nice thing about working with us. <clears throat> Is that you get to just do the part that you like, which is the painting? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, sometimes clients can be difficult. You don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You never have to worry about getting not paid. Yeah. Uh, we'll we, deal with that. You always get paid if you work with us. We take all the risk and then we pay you. We do all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is paint and collect your check. That's it. That's it. We make it super easy. And that's why a lot of the guys that paint with us, have been with us for like six or more years, yep. and gals too. I shouldn't mm-hmm. say that. We have a Both. lot of yep. we have a lot of girls that paying for us too, <coughs> uh, so it's it's a pretty good gig. It it's is It's a pretty good gig. So check it out. Let's go and jump in and answer. Some and again, if you're questions. local to
0: San Diego, uh, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, and we even have space on the premise. To work like you don't get your own space mm-hmm. because of labor laws that's just the way it goes mm-hmm. but you have the space we make available for people that uh, are local mm-hmm. to come in and paint and work on stuff here yeah. which a lot of times it's easier to get work done when you go to a place where you yeah. work um okay let's jump in and answer some questions yeah Dull bears it says greg Grimm they got the joke uh avmc donna do you guys know <clears throat> how many people are signed up for the friendly i did the tournament last year and wanted to try something different there's 110 people signed up for the 40k friendly wow how much will brexit impact itc says Axel, i don't know probably not at all uh kind of a weird question yeah all right guys well it seems like everyone's kind of calmed down in the chat no big deal thank you so much for joining us we appreciate it as always Mm -hmm. we hope you enjoyed episode 618 of the show Mm -hmm. we'll see you next uh wednesday with episode 619 and of course this Saturday we'll do a review of chapter approved, answer questions, mm-hmm. and that should be a lot of fun. Please come by and help us with terrain this weekend.
0: Yeah. Is there a, is there a specific time? Like, are we going to say like ten to six? Or
1: <clears throat> I'm going to be here all day. Okay. So, you
0: I guys think... are in the area? Look us uh, on our website. You can find our address. We're in San Diego. Come on down. There's going to be what pizza, well, beverages, we, we
1: get whatever variety. food he wants. Like tacos, pizza, whatever, whatever
0: everybody wants. We'll is have fine. some punch. Punch a pie. Maybe some ice cream.
1: Uh, I mean, we could, we
0: yeah. usually we usually get other kinds of food. Yeah, an ice cream social. Yeah. Uh,
1: simple thinking, will we ever see more Codex 2.0? I don't know, man. Ask yourself this question. Do you think Games Workshop is ever going to redo the codexes?
0: Do you think they're ever going to want to sell anything sell, again? To
1: sell more stuff? And I think when you answer that question, you'll have the answer to, that, to your question. Because yeah. uh, if, if history is a teacher, then yes, we will have new codexes yeah. eventually.
0: And we're just getting started with this edition.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're just like, we're just rolling game. through the it's last. Not even an
0: this game is just getting started. Yeah. No.
1: So anyway, guys, thank you. And gals, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Hopefully some of you come by to help with terrain. We'd really appreciate it. And then, of course, we'll talk to you again next week. And until then,
2: mm-hmm.
1: have a great day.